a Radio 191 FM podcast. And now we're joined by Gillian English. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Great. Um, how's your day been? How are you enjoying Dunedin? Oh, it's great. It's so sunny and nice. Mm. I'm having a great time. You've caught it on a good week. It's actually very cold down here, but for some reason the sun has decided to shine for us all. Maybe for Fringe Festival, who knows? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're doing a show for Dunedin Fringe Festival. Yes, I am. Tell us more about that. So I'm doing a show called She-Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, She-Wolf is... How do I describe it? So I, in She-Wolf, I play the character of Queen Margaret of Anjou, who was a real person, but ended up as a character in four of Shakespeare's history plays, mm-hmm. where she was wildly misrepresented. So I play her, back from the dead, not happy about it. Oh. So uh, I do one monologue from each of the plays that she was non-consensually shoved into, and then in between, talk about what was actually happening in her life. Yeah. And I use her as a way to examine... Um, the way our society treats women in positions of power, the mm. way we mythologize them and demonize them and dehumanize them. Mm. Uh, and it is a comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, it's essentially, it's an examination of the way we treat women in power. Awesome. That sounds really interesting. Um, do you think this is kind of like, you writing this show is kind of inspired by like today's climate in terms of like how we treat women? Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Mostly, like I did my master's in fine arts in classical Shakespeare and performance. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I got really obsessed with the character of Queen Margaret of Anjou because I came across her when I was assigned one of her monologues as an assignment uh, during my master's. And I was just like, who is she? How <laughs> have I never heard of this character before? She's yeah. amazing. She's terrifying. She's a terrifying character. Just the scary, as far as I'm concerned, one of the scariest people in Shakespeare's canon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's spectacular. How did I? And then. I did a little bit of research on her and, you know, her actual life, and I was like, oh, this is this is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And I just became a little bit obsessed with her. <laughs> and then um, no one would cast me in Shakespeare, and, <laughs> and, uh, and I got a bit bored of waiting around for other people to say I could perform on stage, you know, auditioning, and yeah. so I just started writing my own stuff, and eventually I just started doing stand-up, and then I remembered after about six years that I did have an MFA in Shakespeare, <laughs> and maybe I should make use of it. So uh, so I wrote this show, and it, it was, you know, I was writing it around the, the time of the 2016 election mm-hmm. and the demonization of Hillary Clinton, yeah. and just, uh, it was around, like, when Jacinda was running, and, you know, just the, the way, the things that women have to deal with when they, when they seek power versus the things that men have to, it's wildly yeah. different. Yeah, and totally. so, it, yeah, it's, it's just a look at, it's just, you know, kind of like, look at your life, look at your choices. Yeah. Um, if you don't, I'm not, I'm not, I would never advocate, you know, support all women candidates simply because they're women. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just yeah. saying if you don't like them, please don't like them because of the way they vote or their their politics or mm-hmm. their positions on things. Don't say you don't like them because you don't like the way they laugh yeah. or you don't like that haircut or, you know, you'd rather she wore a pantsuit instead of a skirt. Like, just, I, I have no time for it. Yeah, totally. I'm pretty over it. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did you feel that Margaret was misrepresented in Shakespeare? Um... So the way Shakespeare presents her, uh, we see her first as a 15-year-old girl, yeah. where she's essentially flirting her way into becoming queen, which of course, assume like it's interesting that he would assume she had that much power and agency as a 15-year-old noble girl to do that. Mm. So she she didn't have a lot of say in her her circumstances. You know, it wasn't her idea to marry um, King Henry, yeah. and uh, and so she ended up in in a really terrible situation where didn't matter which which choice she made it wasn't going to be a great choice and that is not to say that she didn't act out of spite she was a very spiteful woman she was a very petty woman but also like 
if you put yourself in her shoes and where she was made to go, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'd probably be pretty spiteful. Yeah, petty yeah too. I'd probably be pretty you know, mad. If, like. if, um, if a little bit of pettiness is the only joy you can derive in your life. Yeah. And so it's, it's just, he, he presents her as this, just a monster, just pure evil incarnate, manipulative, mm. cruel, um, power hungry. And it's, it's just not true. Yeah. I mean, n no one is that one dimensional. And yeah. so I just wanted to look at, you know, was she actually like this? Or was Shakespeare a propagandist who was writing for the crown right mm. after the Tudors had taken the throne so everyone who came before them had to look bad, yeah. including people like Queen Margaret and Richard III and King Henry VI. And so was was this actual propaganda? Yeah, yeah. And it was. And so, because that's that was his job. Shakespeare yeah. was a propagandist. Uh, people don't like it when I say that, but it's true. That's what he did. Um, he had to eat. <laughs> he, he was working for the man. He needed the money. Yeah. The very first play Shakespeare ever wrote was King Henry VI, Part One. Mm. Not because he had an overwhelming urge to tell the story of Henry the Houseplant, right? Like that guy's in a coma for yeah. all this place. But, but it's just that was his job, and um, and so it. I just I like. I think it's important to examine our our history and yeah. examine the way it's presented to us uh, because people assume that the history plays are history books and they're not it's propaganda definitely i think that it's kind of interesting to like look back on how margaret was represented in shakespeare and then like kind of look at uh social like climate at the very like yeah. current moment and we're looking at all these women that like always get attacked for being too aggressive or something in terms of oh, like yeah. yeah and it's just like what well, they're also not one dimensional as well there's like yeah. two, there's so many other factors that come into if, like how they act how they present themselves how they talk because they're angry about things that they should be angry about yeah you know? like something i always say is um any any woman in the public eye you're usually too feminine or not feminine mm, enough yeah. and if you're making people mad usually you're both at the same time yeah that's that's a really good saying, actually. I'll probably start using that. Yeah, I will definitely quote you on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what can people expect from your show when they? Um, look, I, it's fast paced. Mm -hmm. uh, they can expect some Shakespeare. They can expect uh, some some intense criticism of Shakespeare. Um, they can. Uh, it's going to be a good time. It's it's actually it's really funny. It's a lot of fun. Uh, they'll be a little bit challenged mm -hmm. and which is you know what i want and you know have a couple glasses of wine come on down it'll it'll be a lot of fun that sounds the, the show's done really well it yeah. won 12 awards in 2018 oh, awesome. so i'm very proud of it yeah are you going anywhere else in new zealand with um she wolf at all no so i did she wolf at the wellington fringe at mm. new zealand fringe last year and that's it won um best performance and was runner-up for best of fest awesome and so that's why i thought i would bring it here yeah this year uh but i just did my other show 10 things i hate about taming of the shrew mm -hmm. um because I, I hate that play. Uh, <laughs> I did I did that <laughs> at the Wellington Fringe, and then I'm doing that at comedy festivals. So yeah. I'll be bringing She Wolf to a few places in England later on in the year. But this is uh, just a limited outing for She Wolf because mm. it's kind of last year's show. But awesome. I still love it very much. Well, thank you so much for bringing it to our tiny, tiny towns. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. It's not that tiny. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of Halifax. Like from I'm from Nova Scotia in Canada. And oh, it's, right. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm home. Yeah, yeah. University well, town with fish and chips. I'm happy. Yeah, cold. Well, not that cold at the moment, but welcome home. Thank <laughs> you. Um, so when is your show and how can we get tickets? Sure. So the show... Um, was supposed to open tonight, but we're not going to, mm -hmm. out of respect uh, for the victims of Christchurch and, yeah. and the vigil happening, so that people don't have to, 
you know, pick it, one is clearly more important. Yeah. Um, so it'll be opening tomorrow night at eight o'clock and running Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday at the new Athenaeum Theater in the Octagon. And uh, they can get tickets at dunedinfringe.com.nz, I believe. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Look at me remembering where I am. Um, Awesome. Thank you so much for coming into the studio to talk about your show. Um, Don't miss the chance to see this amazing 12 awards? Yeah, I won 12 awards last year. 12 awards for the show. Incredible. I'm so excited to come and see it. Um, Coming up. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.